0: And I'm going to tell you how to get a manager. Um, you don't give two f- dude. <laughs> um just Saint Albans Central. Um we missed last week or a couple weeks, I don't know, whenever this one will get uh will get dropped, but um yeah, uh we were, we were out a little bit. Um congratulations on voting. Um I voted straight Republican, so, you know, um I just thought you should know that. Uh, all the Republicans in uh on the card, um, there was a Greg, uh, there was a a Todd, all, right. all the yeah. white guy names, that's who I voted yep. for, but um, <laughs> congrats on voting, doing your part, feeling like you you matter, even though you don't, probably, you know, like, it's all rigged, dude, it's all a corporate scheme where they're like, yeah, go vote, go make your voice count, meanwhile, like, all these corporations are behind the scenes, it's like, hey... We're, we're going to lobby here so uh, people can't, you know, understand or have access to things, okay? That's all it is. But congrats. You know, you felt good. You did a good job. Um, go vote or don't vote. I'm fine with either. You have the American right. So, uh, like, not right wing, okay? You have the right as, like, it is, your, you have an opportunity to do what you want. I believe in freedom. I believe, like, do what you want. If you don't want to vote,
1: that's fine. That should be the opinion we try to pose on this podcast. Don't vote. Stop. I mean,
0: dude, I, like. Give up. (laughs) Well, I'm not saying give up, but it's like, (laughs) like, I think there is, because we do, there is rhetoric, which is like, if you don't vote, you know, you don't care, or you, like, you know, it's just like, oh, people died for this and that, and it's just like, listen, man, like, if you don't want to vote, that's fine. Like, especially nationally. Like, at a federal level, it doesn't really matter. Like, presidents and stuff, that doesn't really matter. Locally, I think there's a, there's a stronger case to be made. But at the end of the day, dude, you don't have to vote if you don't want to, dude. This is, <coughs> this is America. This
1: <laughs> oh, we, we got him. They poisoned me.
0: <laughs> um, so go do your thing. Uh, but anyway, um, daddy, uh, daddy got a manager. I don't think I told you this. No. So
1: okay. Live on the air, okay? Live,
0: live <laughs> on the air. Daddy got a manager. Um, and let me, you know, it, it's it's interesting. So we're doing like a six-month trial. I have a release show in March. We're doing a little trial run. Um, and I'm going to tell you how to get a manager. Um, you don't give two fucks, dude. Just like, don't care. If you, if you care too much, then... Manager sniff it like, oh, this person's desperate, you know. Nobody, nobody, uck, icky, 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 dude. That's gross. Don't be too desperate. No, um, how to get a manager? I have no idea. Uh, this I've been going at music for like ten years, so this is the first time um, I've ever gotten a manager. But I will say, I think the most important thing when looking for a manager is that you don't look for a manager. It sounds crazy, but at the end of the day. If you find somebody to go manage you or to do something else with you, I, they're just not going to be as invested as somebody who pursued you first. Um, I've had two or three managers before in the past. All of these managers were people that I, I approached. I was like, hey, will you help me with this? And they said, yeah, never panned out. Like, I've had managers who they've had layups for me layups Mm. and they didn't even think about me Mm. for the opportunity and I'm just like what that's absolutely crazy Mm. um so I think that's one of the most probably the most important thing if you're looking for a manager uh, especially a lot of independent people a lot of artists dude you need a man like managers somebody to come alongside you and to help out uh the first thing you should do is just not look for one I think you should just work hard and just like keep doing stuff, so it's it's uh, the person I, I, I think probably a couple weeks ago I, I talked to you about a, a label reached out. Oh yeah. Um, and I just I wasn't interested in doing to signing to a label because at the end of the day it's just like it wasn't there wasn't much that they could offer me, but the the person was uh interested in management long term, and I was just like, hey, you know. What do you, like, that seems better, you know? But, yeah, we had lunch. It was good. The vibes were good. It's kind of like a first date, you know? And it's well, it's a trial run. It seems that it will work, you know? Because, you you know, you, you can meet people or when you go on, like, a first date. And you kind of get there and you just know. Like, this is going to work or this is no. Or, like, oh, this is a hit and quit it, you know? Like, what you know, <laughs> that's what it is. But this one we we got together and I was like, yeah, there's a good vibe here. I think we could do something. Um, but I I was pretty I – don't, I don't think people should compromise either when they're looking for a manager. Um, I, I've talked to people. They're like, yeah, I have a manager, but they're not, like, doing a ton for me. And, like, I kind of want them to do more. But, dude, I mean, I'm 31, man. Like, daddy getting older every single day. And I just don't – I don't want to waste time with people. And if they're all in, if they want to help out, great so stoked if they're not you're doing both of you a favor of just like hey man this doesn't look like this is really what you want to do i think you should part ways uh but i essentially just laid it out i was just like hey i don't think joining your label sounds like a like i don't think that's gonna work for me however you wanted to manage this is what i would expect from a manager and i laid out just like you got to dedicate hours each week to like what i'm doing help me book help me do pr leverage connections help build connections and just, you know, help me plan and basically do everything that I'm doing and come alongside me. And I th- I felt a little heavy handed when I was talking about it. But at the end of the day, I was just like, I just like, I don't, I don't look at the time, you know? Mm. Um, and she was like, yeah, that sounds great. And I was just kind of like, oh, okay. You know, or it's like, it's like a salary negotiation. And you're like, I want 150,000. They're like, oh, okay, cool. You're like, what? Wait. Oh, <laughs> shit. You know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I have a manager. It's, um, Sick. We'll see how it goes. You know, we got the six-month run. She's going to help me with some uh, promo for some songs. Um, and uh, what else is she going to be doing? Helping book some stuff like festivals. Where I'm going to try to get some festivals next year um, and a bunch of other stuff like that. So, I don't know. I'm excited. I think it'll be fun. Um it's just but it's also just fun to do stuff with somebody. Even like this podcast, like before you came, it was like I like did a couple by myself and I'm like, this sucks, dude. I'm sitting in a camera by myself, looking like a crazy person just yelling at a camera like, ah the liberals and the Republicans and nobody likes my music. But then but then Scoots came along. I'm like, oh, this is better. Yeah, now I so can just better. make fun of you for yeah. doing <coughs> all these things. Now you can be like, yeah, dude, you gotta stop talking about the liberals and the <laughs> Republicans.
1: <laughs> it's on the agenda every week.
0: But um yeah, so I am excited. We'll see. we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um I kinda we have like a plan Sleep? for next year. Um so we'll
1: see. So you got picked up in the draft. All right. I got
0: picked up. It felt nice, dude. Like she found me. Um, I played a show last year. I played the first Hi-Fi Annex show that when they opened for the first time. So it was 2020, I guess. Yeah, that's when she first started following me. Um, and I did like a video where I was like I was shirtless and like bathing myself in ice cream, spicy content. It's on my OnlyFans now if you want to check it out. Um, but she started seeing me from there, and then like she liked my she was in Florida. She liked my content, and then she moved here. Um. And then she saw me play for Flowbots, and she's like, I got to see if you can play live. Like, his songs are good. Content's good. She saw me live. She's like, oh, yeah, this is great. Um, so it's like, it is incur- it's encour—it's affirming that some rando Calrizian <laughs> came out of the woodwork and was like, hey, Bubba, I'll help you out. And I was just like, thank you, Mommy, so much, <laughs> you know? Because, like, I was like, I mean, I always talk about it. It's like, dude, it's hard. To, it's hard to be a solo artist, dude. You gotta, yeah. you gotta do content. You gotta write songs. You gotta market your stuff. You gotta book shows. You got to do PR. You have. To, there's just there's and like even within those categories, there's like 18 subcategories of each one. So there's so many things mm. that are challenging. Like I just got into mixing. I'm balls deep into mixing, dude. And <laughs> I'm like nothing else matters except this mix right now. I'm like. I'm just zoned in on the drums. I'm just like, how do I get this kick drum to sound like? Because right now it sounds like. And I need to sound like. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But um, so I think I think it will be really nice because the two things that I forget about the most, because I'm always uh, podcasting, writing songs, um, and posting on social media. Those are the three things that I'm like, I have to do all the time. But I think she's really gonna come in with um, helping me get press for releases and helping me book, which I think that would be huge.
1: Huge. I'm excited. That'll be a good step.
0: Yeah, so we'll see, dude. It, it could be a disaster, yeah, dude. Or that. She could be like a, a, a horrible human, dude, and just, you know, make me feel small, yeah. which actually wouldn't be nice because I've gained a lot of
1: weight. i wait for someone to say it, yeah.
0: (laughs) Dude, oh, this is fun. I thought this was funny. Um, I'm working on, um, I have a new, I have a song coming out this Friday, and then a month from then I'll have another song, and I sent the guy that I write songs and produce with, I sent him, I had to redo vocals, so I did all these vocals and I sent it to him, and um, he called me, he FaceTimed me as he was listening, Um, and (laughs) he opened up my vocal tracks as we were FaceTiming, and played them, and he started laughing. And I'm like, dude, like, there's nothing more, like, demoralizing than your producer listening to your vocals and then laughing hysterically, dude.
1: So... Was it like a, man, I can't believe how lucky I am to listen to this. (laughs) Yeah, I think he
0: laughed to keep himself from crying. I think that's really what happened. Dude, oh, it, yeah, no. it, and I was just like, damn, dude. But I, I don't think, I don't know, he, tr- he, like, I don't know. I think, I don't know. <laughs> I don't really know, because I don't think there were bad takes. I think it was something that was unexpected. But then he started laughing more, because he realized that he was laughing at my vocals, t- and then I made it funny, because I'm hilarious.
1: Yes, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> um. <laughs> It's like overwhelming loud <laughs> <laughs> I got
0: like really quiet. Oh uh, yeah, so we'll see, dude. Yeah, I got a song coming out um, on Friday. It's called Tomorrow. Very stoked about it. It's my shortest song ever. It's like two minutes and twenty seconds. Thank God. It's a.
1: Uh, I mean,
0: <laughs> quit the five minute songs. <laughs> no, some people need to like all the like new metal people like. You you know what people need oh, to do? Yeah. Stop with the like 45 second intro to a song. Just just get right to it. Don't make like this isn't the 90s anymore. We don't need like an intro track anymore. Nobody like skip skip. Give me give me the meat and potatoes. So this song it just starts with the chorus. So I'm actually like r- I'm actually going to run ads on it to see how it performs because hmm. all my other songs they do have like a 15 second intro or something, but this one like the chorus just starts Immediately. Um, So I think it theoretically do better. Or people would be like, oh, I hate this. Like, quicker. Because at first you can kind of,
1: you kind of, I hate
0: this quicker. You can kind of, like, fool people, you know, with an instrumental. Like, oh, this sounds cool. And then you start singing and they're like, oh, oh, you know. So this song will be more, uh, I'm just going to get right to it, man. Let me know if you hate it immediately. Tomorrow. Out now.
1: You need to go on SoundCloud. Are you on SoundCloud? I am, dude. I couldn't tell. Like, do people ever comment on the spot? You need to like, actually.
0: I don't think I drop music. I don't put my music on SoundCloud. That's my
1: favorite thing about SoundCloud is that people can comment right at the moment, like they're listening to it, and be like, "This part sucks." or like, this part <laughs> rules, and you know exactly. I, what you're talking I, I about. thought
0: rappers only use SoundCloud.
1: I don't know, but call me a rapper then. Maybe so.
0: I mean I could. I guess I could put stuff on SoundCloud. I don't think I've put. Maybe you'll any get some market research out there. I put oh. some. I put some stuff on Bandcamp. But it's just like oh, yeah. Spotify, dude. Spotify. Like That's if you're not doing Spotify, it. you're like you're a boomer, dude. Yeah. Um but yeah, tomorrow it will be out, and I'm looking forward to it. Um I was gonna wow, I feel like I feel it like, should I talk about it? We we're talking about this earlier. It's a juicy topic. Now I feel like I've talked about it before. Well, oh, whatever, fuck it, dude. <laughs> like we were, I was at a show and the band was up there and they're like, fuck Mike Pence. And everyone cheered, dude. Everyone cheered. I can't wait for the day when some musician has the balls, who's not a country artist, let's clarify, okay and just gets up there and just like, hey, who's excited for the red wave, huh? (laughs) And then to see the crowd be like, boo, or just melt down. I don't even know if people would know what to do, you know? Like, people... People think, I don't know. I I think because like artists don't always share their opinions. People are just like, yeah, they're great. This music's good. And then you know, if 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 at this show, this one band was just like the Red Wave's coming, vote now. Like, what would people do? Do you think? What do you think? Genuinely, what do you think would happen?
1: Genuinely, if
0: if, I, if we were at the Hi Fi and we opened for. I don't know. Who's the most like uh Rage Against the Machine, dude? Oh, oh my if what they do you think did? would happen if No 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 not Rage. If I uh, if St. Albans opened oh, for Rage Against oh the Machine uh, and I got up on stage and like, hey, Mike Pence wasn't that bad, what would people do? Okay,
1: that'd probably be the worst concert to <laughs> test flight this scenario. Dude, uh, but
0: imagine the ball That's like, like
1: the most politically driven band I know is Rage Against the Machine. Dude but.
0: the balls you would have that. Yeah. Man, that would be, I I would be impressed. I would, I, I'm like, I'm going to follow this man because this guy doesn't give a fuck.
1: Initially, I would be like, this person's an idiot. But then I would also be like, this is hilarious. Oh, dude, like, it's
0: so funny. And th- I think, but I, th- this is the difference because I think people like you and I, like we can find the humor. Yeah. Even if we don't agree with it or whatever, like we can find humor in it. But people's brains are so broken, particularly politically, that a whiff well, of conservatism yes. at a Rage Against the Machine show—they oh. they would murder you. It would be like it would be like rivalry soccer matches in Brazil. That's what And I'm, you like, made fun yeah. that they would like rip. They would dismember your body
1: if it was a Rage show and you said that you would get beat up in the crowd. Like, oh, yeah. at some point.
0: I mean, th- that's what's the interesting thing is, is like, like I could see because I bet you there's conservatives. If you were at
1: like a a more kind of toned down like not quite as big like uh like soccer mommy came Mm -hmm. in town recently like everybody's blue at that show i would assume so Mm -hmm. if you open for soccer mommy and was exactly (laughs) if you open for soccer mommy and said the red waves coming or just say oh dude go mike pence yeah yeah i don't think you i wouldn't think you would necessarily be an idiot but i would i would laugh out loud
0: oh dude i think it'd be funny but like you know there's gotta there you know there's conservatives who are raging against the machine fans Oh, like you know, and you know they're at the show. Yeah. So when they're just like, "Fuck you, we don't do fuck Trump," all this stuff, and they're just like, they just look at the ground, like
1: (laughs) kicking a rock. Yeah. You know, (laughs) that's funny. It feels a lot like college rivalry stuff. Like I remember bands would come to Purdue, and the easiest way to get everyone riled up is be like. Boy, Hoosiers suck, don't they? IU stinks, right? Yeah. And like instantly, people would erupt. But like, just like d- the
0: same thing goes for like um, it's
1: camaraderie. Like
0: if I was at a if I opened for Morgan Wallen, dude, hmm. Hmm. and was just like "fuck Trump," dude, hell, dude, people would lose their mind. Oh, I
1: know. Yeah,
0: that would be wild. See, but that's the shit. That's like that makes me excited. Because I was talking, I was talking to a buddy. And I'm like, you know what? One of these shows. I'm gonna try it, Oh my God. just like, but like, s- kind of subtly. And the the whole goal would be to like realize, like, to just see the cognitive. The whole goal of me saying would to see the cognitive dissonance mm-hmm. of people because they're gonna see me at a show and they assume they assume they people. I mean, I assume I assume musicians. They're they tend to be progressive, yep. you know. Um, oh, yeah. And then if they just say something out of left field, you'd be like. So I I probably will at a show at some point be like yo, where are my Democrats and liberals at? Woo! Yeah, yeah, fuck, fuck Trump, yeah, yeah, lose their mind. They're like, where are my Republicans at and conservatives? And the crowd just goes silent, <laughs> dude. And then I will look at everybody like, just so you know, they're out there, <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh my God.
1: And that's why we don't.
0: And that's how the cookie crumbles. <laughs> Please yeah. No, it is. It isn't. I, it's. I think it's just. And maybe it's probably I'm such a contrarian. Like before, I'm like a uh, uh, like liberal or a conservative. I am a contrarian. So like whatever position somebody takes, mm-hmm. I automatically take the uh, the opposite, which works wonders in my marriage. My wife <laughs> loves it when I take the other side. <laughs> uh, she feels supported <laughs> and heard and validated. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, and it ends well every time. <laughs> Um. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, that would be so funny if Rage Against the Machine.
1: Well, there's something to be said about just like even calling people out on their their bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know, like.
0: Well, I mean, I think that that's like that's the whole point. It's yeah. like I don't think uh, a buddy of mine was just like because he saw my like socialist clip on YouTube, mm. and he's like, "Man, we need to talk about your politics." And I was like, "What are my politics?" Yeah. He didn't know. Exactly. You don't know. No, and, but, and also it's like people they can't they can't comprehend that like people are way more complex than like talking points or yeah. whatever. Or like somebody could want better health care but not be a socialist. Or somebody could, um, you know, hate, um, People taking um, advantage of the poor but be a capitalist. You know, people are just like, you know, oh, mm-hmm. people are fucking dumb, dude.
1: That's been my recent popular opinion. Not my thesis. Yeah. That should have been my
0: thesis paper There's just when so I got many many my PhD. People. Yeah. People Human. are dumb. And they've just been like <laughs> <laughs> Um <coughs> Dude, I was gonna talk about Ticketmaster because I saw some people talking about Ticketmaster. Um and there is um, the new show that I watched, they were kind of wondering if Ticketmaster is going to have to be broken up by the government <clears throat> because they, they have like they have like a monopoly on, on certain things. So like certain venues, you can't play there unless you use Ticketmaster. And the problem with Ticketmaster is the, their fees are absolutely outrageous. It's oh, like yeah. for a $10 ticket, there's a $700 like processing fee. And you're like, what? <laughs> I just want to go. I want to go see Weedus play, you know, at Zanzibar the Kroger Wellness Fest. L- <laughs> yeah, dude. I w- you know. <clears throat> but it is, I would be very curious because I know like um, Pearl Jam tried to fight them a long time Dang. ago, but they couldn't do anything. They couldn't win, you know, because I, I, so I'm doing a show in March. Uh, I'm using Eventbrite. The ticketing fee. Is $1.87. I looked at other processing fees, unlike other shows who use like Ticketmaster and, and stuff like that. It's anywhere from like $8 to like $25. And it's it's insane. So mm. what I've heard, I did talk to a buddy and he said sometimes it's the venue having like a processing fee. Mm. Um, but then there's other times where Ticketmaster just has this astronomical number. Of just like yeah, what do like? How can the processing fee be roughly the same price as the ticket?
1: It blows, and I hate it because they don't advertise with that on there. Yeah. So it's like you're like, oh, like tickets are only twenty bucks. Great, mm-hmm. I can go to that. Yeah, and then you go online, it's like that plus three bucks plus an extra like eleven dollars mm-hmm. in fees. And it's like, well, not great. I'm spending almost yeah. forty bucks on tickets,
0: and it's great. And it's like you have like to play certain venues, you have to use their ticketing platform and then another problem with Ticketmaster is they don't give you the data you don't get any of the data like you don't get any of the emails or the zip codes of like where people came from which Mm. for like touring musicians and artists like that data there's emails and zip codes is like huge which is another reason why i think eventbrite is better because eventbrite you get all their emails and you you get a lot of their data so Mm. I don't know. I am curious to see if something happens to them in the future, because um, I think they merged with Live Nation.
1: Yeah, maybe. Which
0: yeah. was kind of like, and because like Live Nation, Ugh. dude, they're big brother, man. They have every single like vent like venue that you want to play. Yep. They have every single one of those.
1: I was like, they have the whole music industry by and the nads. if you
0: don't use Live Nation, like, where are you gonna play?
1: Not like, any a, like a, reputable like place, a,
0: yeah. A, a garbage can, you know, just turn it over.
1: Yeah, like my garage. So <laughs> it's
0: it's interesting, like because like I feel like you have to play by their rules, or you have to be a big enough draw and carry your set, like your play a play a field. You know, go to New Palestine, Indiana. Get some, find someone who's got like twenty acres. And bring your show to people, and then people can just pay whatever. But that's—I <clears throat> don't know. I—I'm I, very curious to see what happens to like Ticketmaster and Live Nation because that's like it's a match made in heaven for them, but for everybody else, it's just like, yo, dude, like, what are we? It what needs are to we supposed
1: to do? Figured out. It's just like too much, too much for tickets. Yeah, I—I've never understood why they need that much off the top, but. I don't know. That's it's crony capitalism, Big dude. tech, baby.
0: It's crony capitalism. Mm. It's like people. It's like how much is enough, dude? Like you can still make money and still make really good money and charge like um, cost plus pharmaceutical. Do you know about them? No. This is Mark Cuban's company. He started a, a pharmacy company, and they do generics of a lot of drugs, and it's just cost plus um 15 or something like that. But mm-hmm. it basically it's cost plus 15% and that's all you pay. So he's legitimately saving people like tens of thousands of dollars a year because certain drugs I mean they're like $150, $200 for a prescription mm-hmm. and then they go to cost plus and it's like $25. So like that's it and I'm grateful for it because it's like, "Oh, thank you. Finally somebody's like Here's good capitalism. Because, like, people, people shit on capitalism all the time, and they don't fucking get it, dude. And I'm going to rant about this, and here we go again. I'm, oh at, I'm back at it. Oh but but that's what I'm saying. It's like people shit on capitalism all the time, but they don't understand. All capitalism is is people pursuing profit. It's not exploiting, like, the working class and other people. That's just people being shitty and greedy. That's not so – it's whatever. You got I'm all worked up. But
1: yeah. Tell that to Nestle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but like here is um here is, you know, someone like Mark Cuban a billionaire actually like, "Hey, I have a lot of capital and I can actually help cuz the pharmaceutical industry, that industry oh. is so Honey. fucked. Mm. And now we're learning about all the stuff with COVID. Like they the data just came out. They're like, "Oh yeah, uh, the vaccines were never supposed to stop transmission. And it's just like, remember when you told us they did, but the problem was, is that they couldn't, they had emergency, like, privilege or whatever, so they weren't at fault, no matter what happened. So they just tell you whatever the fuck they want. And here's the crazy thing, now mm. a COVID vaccine shot, it's like 150 bucks. They charge like 300%, which it's like, yo, dude, like, and, like, if the, the the next time we have a pandemic and people put their blind faith in a pharmacy, like, a pharmaceutical company, no. like, look at those fucks, dude. They don't give two shits about you. They're not They're not about, like, well, we want to take care of people, don't you? No, they're like, we want to deepen our pockets, dude. Mm. We want those billies. <laughs> billies. god <laughs> <laughs> Alright, dude, let's uh let's end it. I want to talk about Russ. Okay. Do, do you know Russ? Russ. He's a musician. He's a rapper. Oh, no. And like pop singer. Um, he is the biggest artist that you've probably never heard of. But he's on his world tour right now. And I don't think there's anyone for musicians who is more inspiring than Russ. He's got like four million followers on Instagram. Just go to his Instagram right now. He's on his world tour. The dude played the pyramids, and he's completely independent. It's absolutely Jeez. insane. Completely independent. Owns his entire catalog, and he's doing this world tour. He just did a, a show in Manila, and he's playing a stadium in Manila. He played the, the pyramids. He played um, in, uh, Dubai, or no, India, somewhere in India. He's playing stadiums around the world.
1: Good Lord.
0: Did you see the one of him playing the pyramids? I didn't even know you could play the pyramids, dude. He's the first independent artist to play the pyramids.
1: Dang, he's in a full-on world tour. You're right.
0: It's insane, dude. And, like, he is so inspiring. Wow. Because he's the guy. He did a song a week. He released a song a week because he was basically like – hey, I released an album and people only listen to the first song. So yeah. I'm just going to release a song a week and then people start doing it. But then he has, this, he has this massive catalog. He's probably got like 15 million monthly listeners. He's making six figures plus a month from streams.
1: Dang. And he's
0: doing this tour. It's insane, dude, but he's completely independent, man. It's like, it's so inspiring to like watch him. But the one really cool thing, 'Cause he's like I feel like pop like musicians are always like flexing. He does have a post about he played South Korea and it was like a four hundred person room. Which mm. is still for me I'm like, I'll take that any day. Yeah, that's a good but thing. But it's like it's sobering because he's just like he went from playing a stadium to like a four yeah. five hundred person room in Korea, you know? Um but yeah, dude, that dude is so inspiring. I, I encourage any musician, if you're or if you're trying to make it in the arts, you just like watch him. Like he's mm. the guy who's just like own your shit, dude. You got to own your shit and you got to work work hard because, you know, I think that's why I spend so much time on songs is because that's my main product. Like the like Apple is an iPhone. They do an iPhone twice a year. That's their main bread and butter. They're a great company. Uh, they do other products as well, but iPhones their main product. And I think musicians they gotta mm. treat their songs like that. Songs are your main product. If you're not spending all your time on your songs, then yeah, I don't. know. I just don't. I think you're working on the wrong things. Mm. But he did it, man. Um, like it's so. If I could have a like a a fraction of his audience happy, but he's he's got millions of followers. I can't imagine going to. Manila and playing a stadium,
1: dude. Yeah, that's wild.
0: That's absolutely insane. Russ, come on my podcast, or uh, I, uh, you want to do a feature? Lo- look at me, bro. <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, daddy's done. Daddy done. Daddy done with a rant today. Thanks for listening, everybody. Go listen to my song tomorrow. The song is called Tomorrow. It's uh, won't be out tomorrow, which would be Thursday but the song is called Tomorrow, and it's out on Friday. Ciao. Ciao, bella.